Welcome to Golf Better at Edwin Watts Golf, episode 130. Hello, everyone. My name is Tom Brissell. Thanks again for joining us. We say it every time if you're a first-time listener or a long-time subscriber to the show. Doesn't matter. Either way, we're glad you joined us however you got to us. And we have a special guest today. You'll recognize the voice. He's one of the voices, the voice on PGA Tour Radio on Sirius XM Radio, Mr. Doug Bell, joining us from San Antonio. Doug, thanks so much for carving out the time, man. Hey, Tom, uh, what an honor to be on the show. I've heard it before. Uh, you do a great job. In fact, your podcasts go way back uh, for several years, and uh, it's an honor for me to follow the footsteps of some of these guys you've interviewed. I mean, Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicholas and Gary Player, the big three, and now Doug <laughs> Bell. We mix it up a little bit, but we got to get some guys that are used to talking instead of uh, you're used to interviewing people as well, too. So we got to share the wealth a little bit. Doug, talk a little bit about your background, because it's so much more diverse than what you're doing right now. You bring a, a, a big time resume to what you're doing. Share with us a little bit about how you got to where you are today. Well, Tom, you know, I've, I've been in the business, as they say, the broadcast business for a long time. This is my 30th year. I'm celebrating three decades in the industry, um, and it, most of it has involved play-by-play, whether it's uh, football, basketball, uh, baseball. Obviously, golf is a love of mine. I work for various networks, uh, ESPN and uh, Fox Sportsnet and, and all sorts of uh, networks. Uh, but the one thing that I really fell in love with eight years ago was this opportunity to work for the PGA Tour and PGA Tour Radio on Sirius XM. And I do have a golf background. You know, I grew up in South Florida and played high school golf with some great players like Mark Kalkovecchia and Jack Jr. Uh, was a great player in his own right back when we were in high school playing against each other. And then I tried to play at the University of Florida and found out very quickly as I went up there with some great players that I, I just wasn't quite uh, on that level. But to this day, still play uh, uh, on the amateur level and enjoy that very much. But really, a great love for me is being inside the ropes uh, out here on the PGA Tour following the biggest names in the game. And it's just uh, it's a phenomenal experience. And I try to explain to people, you know, they ask me, are you, are you really close? Are you that close? Are you in a studio? No, we're actually out on the golf course walking side by side with these guys. And obviously, we're, when we're describing shots, there's a distance because we don't want to bother them. But uh, for the most part, we are walking stride for stride uh, with the biggest names in the game, and it's, uh, it's pretty awesome stuff, Tom. Well, let's get into that, Doug. Talk a little bit about your typical work week. Maybe not even you, but some of the guys behind the scenes because it's so much more than just strapping on a headset and a microphone and going to it. Well, it is. Uh, you know, for example, uh, this week we're in San Antonio, Texas, TPC San Antonio, uh, the Valero Texas Open, and for your golf historians, uh, even though it hasn't been played at this venue, this Greg Norman design, uh, just for three years, but this event uh, is celebrating its 90th birthday. It's the longest-running tournament in PGA Tour history, uh, so that's kind of cool. Uh, but we, we typically fly in on a Wednesday, uh, and that's our prep day. Uh, now, before I started doing this interview with you. I've been out on the golf course all morning, uh, really buzzing around, uh, just checking out the course. And we go from hole to hole. We talk to the players as they're playing in their pro-am. And we're, we're just finding out little nuances about the course and the players. Uh, for example, I just got through following Frederick Jakobsen, held a Swedish player who won last year at the Travelers. And he's had a little wrist injury. And I wanted to find out about that. And so I walked with Frederick for a couple of holes, terrific guy. And he told me that he's finally feeling 
like he's 100% where he was a year ago with the Travelers, and he still has a wrap on his wrist. But those little things you find out, and that prepares us for a broadcast, uh, which is a little different than television uh, because we're on uh, for a longer period of time. And our broadcast on Sirius XM, the PGA Tour Radio Network, uh, starts on Thursday at noon Eastern, and we go until 6.30 Eastern. So we're on for six and a half hours, uh, you know, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and then obviously Sunday till the conclusion of play. And so it's a long week. It's a fun week. Um, but there is a lot of prep work. But the great thing about it is that the people we work with, the people that I work with, are not only talented broadcasters uh, who have, you know, even more impressive resumes than they are sharp, uh, but I also work with former PGA touring professionals who are just, uh, I mean, these guys, you work with them for a few years, a few events, and, boy, the the stuff that they know that rubs off on you, uh, I mean, it's just its phenomenal, The uh, you know, what they bring to the table and, and their vast experience. And I'm just uh, very lucky to work with people like that. And they've been between those ropes, and you've been there in yeah. college, and they know what these guys are going through. And it's uh, I, I love hearing some of these experts, like with Tiger, saying, oh, you need to forget Haney, you need to forget everything, and just go back to your old swing. You're still going to have swing thoughts no matter what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. And that's what these guys, you know, Mark Carnival, who's a veteran of our radio broadcast, who was the PGA Tour Rookie of the Year 20 years ago. In fact, he beat out Phil Mickelson, uh, which is kind of a cool deal. Uh, Dennis Paulson uh, will be hosting uh, our event this week, and he was a winner at the Buick Open uh, 15 years ago on the PGA Tour. And John McGinnis uh, is a veteran of our broadcast, and John played professional golf uh, for 25 years. And so these guys, I mean, they it's amazing time when you spend time with them and, and for the week like I do, and just the little things you pick up and, you know, you're out here following a guy and they'll just say, Hey, did you see that? I'm like, no, I didn't. What, what are you talking about? Well, oh, gosh, did you see his, his wrist when he was at the top? I'm like, no, I gosh, you didn't notice that. And they're like, well, yeah, watch that the next time. And so you watch, you're like, well, I got that. I understand why he's missing it there or doing this or that, or, you know, something new he's trying this week. So, uh, if you're a, if you're a lover of the game like I am, and it's not only great having this job, but being with those guys, and they, I learn so much every week. There's never a week time that I don't uh, leave a venue where I go, man, uh, that's cool because I really learned something this week. And, I, and that's kind of what, that, that, that's a special thing for me. Doug Bell from PGA Tour Radio joining us. Doug, one of the best compliments I ever heard about you guys was a commercial you run. And it had Jim Nance on it, and he was talking about when he drives in to hit the event, listening to you guys and describing and, and complimenting you on how you're painting the picture and how he can visualize what's going on. This is a very, very visual game, and some people that don't like golf or don't watch golf, they'll say it's boring on TV when it is visual. What, what do you guys do differently to, 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 to set the picture for people like golf, that golf lovers can just enjoy listening to it? Well, you know what's interesting? Um, that interview you were talking about with Jim Nance, that was at Whistling Straits at the PGA Championship two years ago, and I interviewed Jim. And I went up just to talk to him uh, about the event. I mean, it was a Saturday, and we were preparing for the third round. I said, hey, Jim, you have a couple minutes for you to go on the broad? He said, absolutely. And so we started talking, and he is the one who started talking about our coverage uh, without any prompting from me. And when I got done with that interview, obviously I thanked him, but I told my producer, I said, wait till you hear this interview. And obviously it made a lot of promotions out of it, and it was 
uh, very nice of Jim to say those things, but he was being honest. Uh, and, you know, our, our audience, it, it is an acquired taste, but what we have found is that people, especially on the weekends, on a Saturday, for example, if you're somewhere and you want to go boating or you want to play golf yourself or maybe the kids have a baseball game, whatever the case may be, people, you know, how are you going to keep up with a golf tournament? Well, PGA Tour Radio. And so they listen to us, and different from television time where they'll tell you on TV, do not, the golden rule on television is don't talk over a shot. That's the Frank Cherkanian rule, right? Absolutely. And, and you know, let, let the people at home see the shot. I mean, they don't need you talking, hey, it's in the air. I mean, we can see it. But different from television, you know, we have to describe everything. And so we, we when they throw out to us, we our producer, you know, we give them a 30-second cue where, let's say, for example, I'm following uh, Phil Mickelson, and I'll tell my producer, Justin Ware, who is a very talented, talented guy, uh, and all the things that's going on in his headset, it's amazing how he computes all this stuff. But I'll say, hey, Justin, in 30 seconds, uh, Phil's going to pull the trigger on the shot. And so our announcers, our host, Earl Forsey and Dennis Paulson, are in the booth. And so they get the cue from Justin. Doug's ready to go. Throw it out to him. And so, uh, you know, they vamp for a few more seconds. Then they throw it out to me. And then it's my job to uh, take you through Phil's shot. I mean, whether it's uh, – whether it's a drive off the tee or whether it's a three-wood in the fairway at a par five or a famous flop shot of uh, Phil's where he has to come up and over a bunker onto the green. I mean, we describe it from start to finish, uh, down and through. And normally you hear the, the ball, you know, the club hitting the ball, you hear that whack, and then we describe it in the air. Uh, it's going to the right or it's going to the left or he hit a cut. He's pulling in from right to left, uh, lands on the front of the green, bounces forward. Uh, rolls out up next to the pin, and you hear the crowd going crazy, and and so that's it. You know, it's um, and it's constant. I mean, for six and a half hours, we're on every day, and when we go on, Tom, when when it's the green light, uh, there's no dead air. I mean, we're and we have three rovers. There's three guys that'll be on the golf course with a headset. That's what I do, and it's uh, it's wireless, obviously. So we're mobile. We go all over the golf course. And Earl and Dennis, we sometimes we switch out who the host might be, but this week it's Dennis Paulson. And they're in the booth, and they're obviously watching on the TV monitors, but they're also listening to Justin Ware, our producer, in the headset. And so it's just a, uh, it's a roller coaster ride. Once we come on for six and a half hours, then we finally take a breath at 6.30. So and we get ready for the next day. So that's, that's what it's all about. And uh, anybody who has listened to it, um, I mean, it's amazing. We're on the golf course, and people stop me, literally grab me by the shoulder, and they're like, who are you? And I'm like, well, I'm Doug Bell. I, all right, I can, I, I've heard your voice. I know who you are. And so that's kind of fun, too. I mean, our audience is growing, and this is my eighth year of doing this for PGA Tour Radio, and it's, uh, it is amazing how far uh, we've come and really how far we have to go because technology is getting better all the time. Yeah, and there's no downtime for you. Like you said, if you're following Mickelson and he shoves it right, uh, you don't have the luxury of having Peter Costas come on or Johnny Miller with the swing analyzer <laughs> to fill up a minute and a half to talk about why he shoved it right. You guys are on the go getting ready for the next shot. Absolutely. And, uh, and you know, we're the rovers on the course, so we are really hustling uh, to get in position. You know, if the ball is off the beaten path, maybe it went down near a cart path or uh, went down into the gallery and the gallery's you know, tromping around and, 
you know, hopefully they won't step on the golf ball, but we're hustling up there to, to uh, get a better vantage point. And so we are actually, uh, whereas the television guys, you know, most of the, aside from Peter and, and David and uh, Dottie and Roger and some of these guys who are on the course, um, you know, we're with them. But TV, again, you have somebody in the tower on all the key holes, and we don't. I mean, we are the guys in the tower and the rover all rolled into one. And so when they're with us, uh, when you tune into us, I mean, we're, we're describing everything we see, and we're actually getting, we're getting a little closer to the action uh, than what you might see on television because those guys are actually high in the tower and they're watching on a TV monitor. Yeah. How many weeks a year are you uh, going to be doing this this year, uh, Doug? Normally a typical year for you. Oh, it, it, it varies, but usually I work about 15 events, Tom, uh, which, which allots me time to uh, get home and be with my family. <laughs> you know, I have three boys. My youngest is 12, and he, he is a golfer, a fledgling golfer. And so uh, I like to get home, and, you know, I caddy for him in some junior tournaments and things of that nature. And uh, so that's a lot of fun. But 15 events, and if they need me to do more, especially as the season starts winding down, uh, I'd be glad to do more. Uh, but that's, that's a typical year for me. Uh, some of the guys work more, but uh, for what I do, that works out works out perfectly. We're well, out at San Antonio right now, Valero Texas Open. Just yeah. quick snapshot. What are your thoughts on the year so far? What what what's sunk into you so far? Well, it's um, you know it's it's really been an exciting year. You know, starting off with uh, which I thought was a huge story, Kyle Stanley. Uh, when he you know he messed up there on the final hole in San Diego, and he came back the very next week and one in Phoenix, and that was the guy I followed last year, the John Deere Classic, uh, and he faltered in the end when Steve Stricker won the John Deere for the third year in a row, but Kyle Stanley is a guy to keep your eye on, I, a potential superstar in Stanley, but that got the year off to a great start, Tom, and then when we went down to Florida, Rory McIlroy got involved and ascended to the number one spot when he won at the Honda, uh, and then lost it to Luke Donald, and now he's back at number one, uh, Phil Mickelson won at Pebble Beach playing with Tiger, which which are always great headlines. And then obviously I was at Bay Hill uh, when Tiger broke back into the winning the winners column there for the first time in 20 months, uh, and that was terribly exciting. And obviously everybody felt that was a precursor to Tiger doing it again at Augusta. Uh, it just didn't happen. Uh, but uh, you know what what a what a phenomenal year. And then. Uh, Obviously, the biggest story of the year in golf is the one and only Bubba Watson uh, winning the Masters and that shot uh, that he hit out of the woods to beat Usazen on the second playoff hole was just one for the ages. And so uh, I think what we've seen at this point, Tom, is a setup to what could be uh, one of the best years we've seen maybe in the last 20 years uh, in golf. And I really believe that because you're talking about McElroy, you're talking about Bubba, uh, Phil, Tiger. I mean, these are big names, and they're all major factors. So I, I think the next three majors, and certainly the rest of the year on the PGA Tour, um, and we're destined for some, some really, really big-time things this year, 2012. 
Yeah, I think the number is the last 14 majors, 14 different winners, which is really, uh, really incredible. And then you mentioned Bubba. I mean, I don't think the the, the shot of the year so far is that snap hook gap wedge from about 142 yards (laughs) that that snapped 40 yards. It's just basically unbelievable off the pine needles of all things. Oh, I mean, and and what a character Bubba Watson is. You know, he's off this week, uh, spending time with his new baby and his wife down in Florida. Uh, Back next week to defend his title in New Orleans. Uh, and then and as the Masters champion with all that's being put on him right now, uh, outside the game of golf with interviews and things like that, endorsements, he's going to take a little more. He's going to pick and choose and be more selective. But uh, he just there's, there's something special about Bubba Watson. And uh, to do what he did at the Masters with that shot, uh, yeah, I, I tell you, Tom, that's exciting stuff. And, you know, of course, he drives that, the General Lee car that he bought from the old uh, TV series, you know. Yeah, the Gen- the General Lee number one. It was the original one. Yeah. 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 Is he going to drive to? Is he going to drive it down Magnolia Lane next year? <laughs> That's what we'll all find out. That would raise a few eyebrows. Yeah, and I think everybody, everybody loves Bubba because he certainly wears his heart on his sleeve. I mean, all you have to do is is mention his boy Caleb or his wife or his dad, and then it's Niagara Falls guy. You know, he just he he, he just you can see the love in him from the uh, from twenty yards out. Well, he's genuine, Tom. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, I remember out here four or five years ago when you know he got it got into it uh, with Steve Elkington. Uh, and, you know, it was an argument on the course. And, you know, he admitted, hey, he was immature then. And, you know, he was brash. And, he, he, you know, he, he really wasn't thinking about anybody but himself. But this is to show you what a guy he is. I mean, now here we are four or five years later. And, you know, he said, you know what? I was a jerk back then. And I admit it. I made, I made mistakes, but I've learned from those. And you just don't get that from everybody. I mean, he is a genuine uh Honest to goodness, just good person, and, uh, and the fact that you know, he's from Baghdad, Florida, and he won the Masters. Wow, what a story, Tom! I mean, you just don't, you just don't get those anywhere else, you know. Oh, you have him and Boo Weekly and Heath Slocum all from the same high school. What a what a class reunion that is! Huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, and Boo's played better. He played, you know, he played well last week. Uh, Hilton had he's here this week at the Valero Texas Open. Boo Weekly, so wouldn't surprise me to see Boo. Uh, strike a big here in San Antonio this week. Doug, you mentioned early on some of the traditions of the guests on the show. One of the traditions we have is we always like to have something to give away to one of our listeners. And a lot of those guests have helped out in announcing the name. Lee Trevino has, Gary Player, Natalie Gulbis, and I, I hope you'll do the same. We've got a a pair of FootJoy shoes of your choice, the customer, the registrant's choice, two Stay Soft gloves, and two trial packs of the Titleist Velocity Balls, courtesy of our friends Jim Griffin and our friends at Acushnet Golf. And if you like, I'm going to let you announce the winner. All right. And the winner is Arnold Birch of Meridian, Connecticut. All right. Congratulations. Congratulations, Arnold. You get a pair of FootJoy shoes, your choice, two Stay Soft gloves, and a couple of those trial packs of Titleist Velocity Balls. Doug, I can't thank you enough. I've been waiting for this interview a long time. It's been great having you on the show, uh, learning a little bit more about what goes on behind the ropes and inside the headsets of you guys out there. Fin- any final words for our listeners? Well, I tell you, Tom, uh, first of all, thank you very much uh, for having me on. I really, really do appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I, I live in Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama, and 
my dear friend Lenny Farquhar is the manager of the Edwin Watch Store uh, out in the Hoover area where I, I – hey, listen, Tom, when I need something fixed to my golf equipment or I need the latest, I go out and see Lenny. And, uh, and I'm not saying that because I know you're in golf, but they don't watch, but he fixes me up, man. I'm telling you, I don't go anywhere else. And it's just, uh, it's so easy. He's knowledgeable. He's a great player. And I, I would suggest any of your listeners, uh, wherever you live, there's always an Edwin Watts. And you've got to find a Lenny Farquhar in your area. <laughs> they're, they're all there. Lenny is absolutely passionate about his customers. He will get in a fight in the parking lot over one of his customers. He loves his customers. And he, uh, you talk about another one that wears his heart on his sleeves. Mr. Farquhar certainly does. Yeah, a good dear friend, and I've known him a long time. And, in fact, he was the six-time club champion of my club uh, way back when. So uh, a great player in his own right. But, again, Tom, uh, just please, all your listeners, keep listening to us on PGA Tour Radio, Sirius XM. And uh, I hope I gave him some insight as to uh, what we do here. The bottom line, Tom, we have a blast. Uh, and I'm not going to kid anybody. Um, they do pay me to do this, but uh, – it is an absolute blast. Wouldn't trade it in for the world. It's uh, a real highlight of my career, being able to work out here on the PGA Tour. That's a dream job, and you do it well, Doug. Thanks again for joining us. It's been, been great having you. Take care. Maybe we can do it again sometime soon. Call me anytime, Tom. Thank you so much. Well, how about that for insight again? What goes on behind the scenes in PGA Tour Radio? Doug Bell, thanks so much for joining us. And you can tell he certainly... Loves what he does for a living, and uh, when you do love what you do like that, it really comes across well, and you can just see the smile on Doug Bell's face. And just a reminder to everybody, after Arnold Burt wins the Register to Win package from Akushtet, the foot joy shoes, the gloves, and the balls, make sure to visit our Register to Win page. This week, it'll be a dozen of the Nike 20XI golf balls, courtesy of Nike Golf, our good friend Cindy Davis, president of Nike Golf. She said that on the episode. If you're not playing the 20XI ball, you're not playing with resin, you're playing with old technology. So make sure to register to win those Nike 20XI balls. Well, thanks again to Doug Bell for joining us today, our friends at the PGA Tour for setting that up, and to you again, our listeners, for listening in. And join us next time we have another episode of Golf Better at edwinwattsgolf.com. So long, everyone.